Two sisters lived on separate sides of the states. One in NYC and the other LA. They both moved to Chicago and decided to stay. Now here's their playful podcast packed with Kid Lit Parlay. Children's Books. Are they really that great? Talking children's books is with Kate and Fuse 8. Children's Books. Why, what, and how? Fuse 8 and Kate will break it down for you now. Live from the ALA Conference in beautiful Chicago, Illinois at the McCormick Center, which is the only place it's ever been before, it's Fuse 8 and Kate. Yay! And you're Betsy. Yeah, I'm Betsy. And who you are? You are. And me, Kate. You are Kate. Yes. And we're here. And we're here. And we're doing a live yes. recording. As you can tell from the copious background noise. Yep. Uh, I am enjoying very much that our number one competition in terms of noise is the Library of Congress. The darned Library of Congress is kitty corner from us, and they are so freaking loud. Carla Hayden, she is just taking up all the sound. But they they said we had a little time before it all starts up again so just enough time to go over a book all right that's what we're gonna do so uh breaking with our format a little uh but before we even do that kate what do we do on this podcast we talk about classic children's books and whether they should be classics or if they're crap okay you didn't like even like a lie to anything else that is exactly what we do on this podcast yes that is correct and uh so I wanted a big book, Kate. I wanted to do a, a book for this podcast that we have never done before, but we have done... How many episodes have we done, Kate? How many episodes have we done? 276, Betsy. Okay, so because we've done 276 episodes, we've done a lot of very famous picture books. Yes. So many of them, in fact, that I had a devil of a time coming up with anything that was majorly famous that we had not already done in some way, shape, or form. And I thought about doing like an obscure P.D. Eastman or a Sendak we hadn't done, and I didn't want to do that. And then... You didn't want to do another Cat in the Hat book? I really... There's really only two, okay? <laughs> there's only two. Okay. Technically. Anyway. Uh, no, didn't want to... Actually, okay, he did do some other ones. See, you threw me off. Sorry. Uh, Sorry. No, I wanted to do something we had never done before, and so I did... Drum roll. Drum roll, please. boo 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 Hippos Go Berserk by Sandra Boynton. Boynton. Yes. Boynton. Yes. (laughs) Sandra Boynton, who we have never, ever, ever done before? Question mark, question mark, question mark? I don't think so. I don't think so because she's very simple with her art, and I tend to elide and avoid the simple people for you. And so just breaking with the format, usually at this point I would hand you the book, you would read the book, you would come back, and that's how we would do it. Yeah, and you would give some background information while I read the book. Correct. Uh, we are not going to do that this time because okay. we are, you've already read the book. You gave me the book yesterday, and I read it, and I took some notes. So while my opinions aren't of the past five minutes ago, they are of the past 24 hours ago. So it's still fresh. Still fresh. Still not bad. Not still quite not stale. Bad. Yeah, exactly. It was Just only on the floor for five seconds. However, <laughs> I do want to do a little background information, uh, at least on Sandra Boynton. Sure. So Sandra Boynton, who went to Yale. She was in the Glee Club. This is very important. Uh, it's not important. Actually, it is a little important. Um, she eventually went on to become huge in greeting cards. In the 1970s, she was a huge greeting card magnet to the point where it even on her Wikipedia talks about a birthday card that our parents most certainly did own. 
uh, which is Hippo Birdie to Use, where they say Hippo Birdie to Use, Hippo Birdie oh. to and Got it. Very good. Clever. Very, good. very yeah. clever. Naturally, this would eventually turn into picture books, of which I do believe Hippos Goes Berserk is her first picture book that she ever did. Oh. Um, she's the queen of the board books. She's making them to this day. Darn her eyes. They're all still good. I don't know how that's even capable or possible. Uh, but, yes, yeah, so we we did the new one, but but there's a twist, Kate. There's yeah. a twist. I gave you how many books did I give you, You Kate? gave me two books, Betsy. I did give you two books. And the second book that you gave me says on the title page, a super deluxe edition of the humble yet lively 1977 hardcover book completely redrawn by the author for its 45th berserk anniversary 45th berserk anniversary so this book is slightly older than me uh in that it came out in the 70 77 77 thank you thank you dear and uh yeah so they and then they they would republish the exact same book year after year so this this came out i think this is the 1996 edition but it's based on the original but this is the 2002 edition that you Ooh. gave me. You mean 2022? That's what I said. I, I, I'm sure you did, dear. <laughs> That's what I heard. Well, and right right from the start, I like the newer edition and papers. Uh, yeah, there's nothing. You've got hippos singing. You've got hippos dancing with lamps. You've got <laughs> one with social anxiety. You've got a hippo Wait, and a monster. Which mom- one has you know, social anxiety? Oh, I like that. We will put them on Instagram so that people can enjoy. I will definitely be making an Instagram of all these hippos, yes. And there's monsters stealing Whistler's mother. I mean, this is just so fun to look at. There's something going on at every twist and turn. What's going on with the telephone guy? He's just like wearing it like a hat, like he's a he sure guy at a frat party. Yeah. Which we'll get to the telephone in a second. But okay. didn't right. you say that you were going to start collecting dedications? Oh yeah, I would love to start collecting this dedications. This is a great one. Oh, may oh, I read it to you? You may, and I'll see if it's in this one. Oh, it is. Oh. It says, <clears throat> I didn't invite them. Did you invite them? For mom and dad with love. That is the exact <laughs> same one that was in the original. Yes. That's interesting. I I, I mean, guess people don't really update their dedications. When you've got such a good dedication as this, why change it? Exactly. You it know? makes a lot of sense. So, yeah. All right. So, this is where you can tell the book is a bit dated. Oh, all right. Because you start the story oh, with a rotary phone. It's a rotary phone. Yeah. It's a yellow, and it's, it's even got a little plug in the wall. In the original, the plug in the wall is the same color as the phone, but not in the new updated one. There's a few little differences here and there, but I was just going to say with the rotary phone, I'm sure there's an Instagram account for phones in Kidlet because oh, yeah, there's there every, probably you've is, got yeah. pipes in Kidlet. You've got newspapers in Kidlet. You've got quilts in Kidlet. I'm sure there's a rotary phone too. By the way, I'd just like to point out that her art style in the original, I assume was a watercolor or something like that, but in the new one, it is clearly computer painting. This is entire the colors are different except for the phone, which is still yellow. And some of the other elements, but um, it's clearly been done on a computer, as a, which is what she does these days. Well, right um, away, I noticed three things that differentiate the newer book from the older book. Okay. No- number one, the font is bigger. Very big. You could read it across a room. Yeah. Yes. Number two, the lines are sharper. Oh, yeah. Well, because it's on a computer. Well, you can see in the older edition, they were a bit more squiggly. Oh, yeah. Because she was doing them by hand, baby. Mm-hmm. Well, and and then the newer edition, number three, the numbers are outlined in the same color 
throughout the entire book so maybe it's easier to read. Yeah. So in 1977, they were all about freeform lines, like the man can't <laughs> tell me how to draw a line. And in 2022, they are very sharp and very clean. The man can most certainly tell me how to draw a line, yes. I hope that the man yes. tells me how to make the line. <laughs> now there is another element to this, and I am not certain. I don't know if Hippos Go Berserk was originally a board book, and that I have given you a picture book version, but this might have been a board book, which would explain why there were no end papers with the original. Oh. In a board book, they wouldn't. They would just open up, and you would immediately have, you know, stuff. Right. Yeah. There's lots of stuff in this one. There's a lot of stuff, yeah. Well, the text doesn't change at all. Okay. Oh, good. Good. So we start off with one hippo, all alone. All alone. Who calls two hippos on the phone. Now, I want you to remember that these hippos, one of them has a bow tie that I call bow tie hippo. Bow tie hippo. Okay. Bow tie hippo That's comes a very up hard a lot. one to remember, but all right. Yeah. And then we got flowerhead hippo. All right. Flowerhead and bow tie. They are together right now. Right. Oh. Oh. Right oh. now. Right now, eh? So hold on to this. Okay. So, right, I'm holding so, on. So we got hippo number one inviting hippos two and three uh -huh. to come on over. So hippos okay. two and three come on over, right? Sure. Yeah. Now, oh, yeah, they're still there. Now, three hippos at the door bring along four, another four. Uh, Bowtie hippo, not amused. No, she's curious, though. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. flowerhead hippo flowerhead is kind of curious about this, yeah. Bowtie hippo, not so much. All right. All and right. then you have social anxiety hippo, wondering <laughs> why there's all these other hippos that are here. Yes. You, because now five hippos Which come one's social overdressed. anxiety hippo? Uh, the one that greets the one people at, at the door. door. Okay. Yeah. So I like that stress anxiety hippo thought that there was just going to be three of them. And now there's, what, eight? Yeah. At right. least, yeah. And again, love the side eye. Oh, yeah. No, he's not down From Bowtie Hippo. It's very interesting. Yeah. Now we see the painting Whistler's Mother. Why did the illustrator <laughs> choose to recreate this painting Whoa. with a hippo? Let's look at the frame. The frame in the new edition is practically three-dimensional. Well, and again, very clean lines. Right. Not so much in the original. No, the original was done by hand very quickly. But why would you choose this painting of all paintings to recreate with a hippo? You I don't know. I kind of love that for that reason. Like, if you could do any famous painting with a hippo. Not Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa's too obvious. Not the Scream. Scream. They don't have very long arms, so they can't really reach but their it, little faces. It would make it funny. Like, ah! you know, like, <laughs> it would be funny. It would be funny. But, no, I like Rizzo's mother, but because her expression is very great. But, well, meanwhile. <laughs> so, right. So, we had, guy. we had five hippos come overdressed. Right. Now we have six hippos show up with a guest. Right. Who is like a monster, I guess. Okay. Sure. Are there monsters in this world? Who knows? Now there's one. We've just thrown one in. It could have been a rhino, and, and but it's not. And now we come to the part where I ask you a question, Betsy. Okay, ask me a question. Seven hippos arrive in a sack. Okay. Can we just take a moment to think about how they came in this sack? Did they roll like a boulder, in, a la like Indiana Jones style? Did were they, they delivered like an Amazon package? They were just dropped off? Or did they just walk over and then get in the sack before ringing the doorbell? You know that there's a huge hippo problem currently in parts of Mexico because a drug lord there had a zoo where he kept hippos. The hippos escaped after it was raided and have now bred and are now a very big danger in the region they, they are an invasive species. And now they are all in this house. And now they're in a sack. <laughs> I think that's how they were delivered. My yes. favorite, though, is that, again, social anxiety hippo 
just thought he was getting a nice big present and then is severely disappointed when he finds out <laughs> yes. that it's just that is not, more hippos. That is not an expression of delight when he discovers more hippos, yeah. No. He's like, I already had this. I don't need more. Meanwhile, eight hippos are sneaking into the back of the house. Well, they know he's house. not too pleased with the seven in the front, so yeah. But social anxiety hippo is very happy <laughs> to see nine hippos come to work because now he's got some help. He's, he does have some help. He's not I mean, alone. if you're throwing a party... That you're he wasn't expecting. Help. I don't see that they've brought anything. No, no, no. They are the they're they, they are they're, the help. They are the help. The help. Yeah. Okay. They they are there to pass out food mm-hmm. to clean up. Right. Which okay. I, if I were this guy who is all of a sudden hosting a party, <laughs> I would appreciate a helping hand. He as just well. invited too. He wasn't expecting like a whole thing. Oh. Okay. Now, all right. Now here that we go. the nine hippos have come to work, all the hippos go berserk. All of them. All of them. Well, this is this is going berserk. Most of them. Now, because the help's not going berserk. Now, this is the point where so Bowtie Hippo, I think he kind of felt guilty at first with all these uninvited guests coming. Right. At this point, he has given up the feeling of feeling guilty now that others have tagged along and is eyeing the drinks to help <laughs> get them through the party. In both editions, he is eyeing those drinks. He is, because she had to move the eyeballs. The eyeballs are down a little bit at the drinks here, and they are completely even with the drinks here, so he is clearly looking at the drinks. Yeah, there but you would think he'd be looking at this hippo who's just, like, running through with a... Betsy, there are driven. 45 hippos in a tiny house. Did you count how many hippos there were? I sure did. You made sure there were all 45? I did. Well done, madam. Now, in the old version, there is a hippo that is mildly interested in a conversation, and in the new version, they simply want oh, out. Oh, no, they're out. They're out. They are yeah. not Here he is like, he's kind of like interested, but there. He's like, he's like get me away from yeah, here. I have to use the bathroom. <laughs> so, Yeah. <laughs> So, so bye. So remember when yeah. I mentioned that Bowtie Hippo was with Flowerhead Hippo? Yeah, where's Flowerhead Hippo? Flowerhead Hippo is eyeing the guy at the door. Oh, that's interesting. This is the last time we see Flowerhead Hippo. <laughs> I think she went away. You think she ran away with at the door hippo? Who looks kind of scary in the original, but they've changed his eyeballs for the new one. Now he's just in shock. Yeah, now he looks kind of mad, actually. Maybe he's a neighbor coming to complain. I don't think he realized he could fit 45 hippos into a tiny house, but... Wait a minute, wait a minute, there's a missing hippo! No, I counted. But no, no, but look, there's a hippo they, who's supposed they to be peeking. Shift. They oh, wait, shifted. where did he go? There's different... Yeah, I, trust me, I did a side-by-side comparison. But I'm seeing a hippo behind the door. Yep. And there's no hippo behind the door here. Yeah, there's also a waiter that's closer to the... Oh. What, do you, what do you call this? The uh, gut, That's the gutter. By the gutter, there's now a, a hippo that kind of oh. looks like James Bond. Yeah, that's a James Bond hippo, yeah. And now... So things have kind of shifted in the new Interesting. version. When she did the real illustrations. Okay. Oh, I see. Okay, I gotcha. I gotcha. So yeah. now we're at peak party. Also, full-bodied hippos in this and cut-off bodies of hippos here. <laughs> well, you want to look at those itty-bitty legs. I mean, you do want to look at the itty-bitty Who legs. Who doesn't want to look at an itty-bitty hippo leg? I know. So we've got hippos on tables. We've got hippos upside down. We've got hippos stealing art. We've got hippos eating cake. We've got hippos almost doing affairs. You know, we got a little bit of everything Can going Can I just on. say, it's very strange that there's a hippo dancing with a telephone on his head and not a lampshade, which we clearly have in the scene. Why did she not do a lampshade? I, I, Betsy, why did she create a book with 45 hippos? I don't know. I true. can only answer so many questions. Okay, all right. All right, fine, fine. So now that the party is starting to die down, we have social anxiety hippo that wants no part of oh, it. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. I He's mean, out. I mean, if you had 
45 hippos in your house, would you want to be in that house? I think it's fair to say. It's probably loud. I would not. It's probably smelly. It's very smelly. Things are being destroyed. And your roof is about to collapse. Because <laughs> there's a hippo on your roof. So all through the hippo night, hippos play with great delight. Unless it's your house and then you sit outside. <laughs> yes. But at the hippo break of day, everyone's like, peace, I'm going to go crash. See ya. So now we have the Greyhound bus coming to pick up uh, 17 hippos. But it's not Greyhound. It is Grey Hip. As in hippo. Yeah, and then yeah. there's a little cutout of a hippo, there's which I think hippo. is kind of cute. It's cute. It's a nice little Also, nod. the... Wait, was the monster part of the help? He wasn't. <laughs> but now they've claimed him as their own. <laughs> I guess. And Seems like a bad idea on their party. Now he's going to be doing Last all I the... saw, he was ripping a painting off the wall. He's so, going to be doing yeah. all the things that, like, no one else wanted to do, like clean the toilets. Yeah, and, all right. You all know. Right. It's good to get employment, you know, I guess. But, so, right. So now we got 17 out of the way. Okay. If I could do math, I could tell you how many are remaining. But I'm not. So this is going to cater to the millennials. What oh, I'm, what I'm going to say next. I know what you're going to say, but go ahead. So seven hippos originally arrived in a sack. Right. And, and now they're leaving in a covered wagon that looks like they're getting on the Oregon Trail. Correct, yes. And I think that the six hippos seeing them leave are quite distressed by this because they know the seven are going to get dysentery. <laughs> and die. <laughs> yes. I mean, they are definitely going to get dysentery. Also, how did they make the decision who was pulling and who was not pulling? That's you a, know, it's a flip of like the coin. like an arbitrary, what they did, they draw lots. It Maybe the weird. sober ones know where to go, so they decided to lead All the right, way. All right, there you go, there you go. I just like the two sitting crazy on the Crazy party, there, Betsy. But yeah, it I was mean, a crazy party. Sometimes you end up pulling a wagon. You don't know Sometimes you get dysentery. Yeah. You know, Sometimes things you get happen. and die, yeah, like grandma. So now we have the five very fancy hippos that came that All were overdressed. Nice, yeah. uh-huh. They have a private helicopter. Because of course they do. What? Yeah. They weren't that fancy when they came in. Did they steal oh, these clothes? No, no, oh, no. Oh, wait, they, they were fancy they when they were came overdressed. in. They were overdressed. I'm sorry. They were overdressed. Right, so, right. and now they're leaving on their private helicopter. Right, 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 right. And I like that in the original, the hippo that was by the helicopter was a Ravenclaw, and now they're a Gryffindor. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> because who do you want to pilot your helicopter a gryffindor or a ravenclaw uh, a ravenclaw a gryffindor is gonna like take some risks man no they're brave he's gonna read the look you're talking to a slytherin who wants them to go down yeah, so that's true. yeah <laughs> well the guy looking out the window is now looking at you as to say why why me why yeah. okay so now we get back to bowtie hippo all right yeah bowtie hippo well there are three hippos that say good day and then the last two hippos go their way now bowtie hippo had too many drinks that he had to be wheeled away in a wheelbarrow it's but I don't a lovely think, wheelbarrow. I don't think they're leaving with the hippo that they came in with because that hippo had a flower on their head. Yeah. The last time we saw you a flowerhead hippo was by the door at the party. So, who is carting him away? But if we're counting down, she must have been one of the people. My theory is that she was the one on the wagon. She just took off the bow. But I think that's her. I think now, she's taken off on the wagon. She traded in a bow tie for a hat. For a hat. She just likes accessories. She's a big accessory she's fan. She's very into them. Yeah. She wants to be with the Dapper Dan man. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So now, now we are left with the one hippo alone once more. And it says, Mrs. The Other 44. Hippos are very complicated animals, Betsy, because <laughs> okay. apparently you could be stressed out the entire time your house is being taken over by 44 hippos and then miss them when they leave. Now, here's, here's what's so strange. We've got one more page here. Any other picture book would have put 
them all coming back or something on the last one, but that is not the case. Nope. Not the case. Same we are end done. papers as the beginning. Yeah, you've got the end papers, and I don't because, as I said, this was a board book when it first came out, so they probably just ended there, and then you'd have the back cover right there because you can't have a last page with a board book usually. So, so there you Very go. Very interesting. So do you feel that there was a good idea to redo this book? Was there any reason to? Are we getting to ratings time? I think we're at ratings time. Okay. Okay. So even though it's very simple illustrations, I love all the details, which I'm sure parents can appreciate when they have to read this a million times. I can attest. They do. (laughs) It's also a great counting book that goes all the way up to 45 in a way. It's true. I don't think that there's anything wrong with the original illustrations. It just seems like she wanted sharper lines clear numbers and a bigger font in the new edition. It also matches her current illustration style. She has been redoing some of her older stuff, which would look more like this, so that it would match what she's doing now. So I think it was a marketing ploy on someone's part. Well, I I can relate to so many of these hippos as an adult, (laughs) but especially the drinking one, but I'm sure that there are kids that can relate to certain hippos at the party too. Oh yeah. I in think, the party. I yeah. mean, I think this is a great book. I definitely think this is a classic. I'm giving it an 8.5. Whoa! I, I want more hippos. I want more chaos. If there had been more, if there's a sequel to this, I'm all for it. Man, that is a high rating. Yes! I have never given you a Sandra Boynt. I will be happy to tell you that so many of their sequel, her sequels are great. Like, she almost, she doesn't do duds. Like, she'll just do some that are slightly less good than other, but... She almost always hits it out of the park. And so this was an excellent one for us to do. She, I mean, from day one, she was really good at what she was doing. Um, I'm a little less than you, not for any particular reason. It's just that I uh, I know we're only rating the book that's in front of us. but Yeah, you one, can't compare it to I any other I can't compare books. it to anything else. I mean, really, in a, as a board book, as anything else, it does so well with what it does that I don't know that I'm quite as high as you, but I'm an eight. I'm an eight. Okay, so with All our right. scores combined, it's above a five, so it's definitely a classic. Definitely a classic. Yay. Excellent. Woo. All right. Tell uh, me there's a sequel. Tell um, me that there's Hippos, Hippos. Go Berserk 2.0. No, I don't. Well, you know, I can't 100% say there was a sequel, but uh, Maybe I'm pretty sure they're not. But the Hippos show up in the Alligators. Other books. Oh, no, no, but not the Hippopotamus. That was another one she did, and it was about Hippopotami. My, my, yeah, the the plural my of hippopotamus. My, oh, <laughs> you be, don't don't encourage her. It's not good. It's not too good to encourage her. All right, uh, we're not doing letters time because that would just be a thing. So grown up things we like. Okay. All right. So honestly, my grown up thing is just being here. Last year, you introduced me to so many great people like Lemony Snicket. Elliot Schriefer, Brian Floca. I think a year or two before... Yeah, uh, Brian? <laughs> I haven't seen him at this one. No. I don't know, but a year no. or two before you met, or you introduced me to Paul Zielinski, yep. Matthew Cordell. Yep. Everyone here is just so nice. It, yeah. It's a conference full of really nice people. It kind of is. So I'm just excited to meet more people and ask them tiny questions with our tiny microphone. I, I Yes, I think my, my favorite thing is also uh, this conference. I've had a little bit of a chance to walk around. They have a huge comfy chair that had a sign on it that said, Do not jump on the comfy chair, of which... I didn't even think about it until the moment they put the sign on there. And now all I want to do is jump on the comfy chair. I won't do it. They've got a, uh, they've got an auction of art and weird. Do you want a Nancy Drew quilt, Kate? 
because they're selling a Nancy Drew quilt. It's all the covers of Nancy Drew. I'm on a quilt. I'm good. Yeah, all right. And uh, but there's just like so much going on. There's so many people I haven't seen um, since before COVID that just weren't going to the conferences, and this is the one that they decided to come to. Uh, so I saw Roger Sutton, the former editor of Hornbook, and I've seen you know countless authors and lots of librarians that I just hadn't seen around. Um, well, lot of publishers. I, I like how we're accosting people as they walk down these different alleys of yes. with can you answer a tiny question on a tiny microphone and they go uh what yes and, and uh, they do it though i have, we have yet to have a no that's true uh, you know michael emberley you know he kind of gave us a side eye but he did it man he did it so <laughs> good man charlie brown so we will edit these videos together and they'll go on your tiktok sure my, they'll definitely be on my YouTube page. It'll be on my blog. Um, and, yeah, I'll try to figure out how to make them into a TikTok. There's ways to import videos there. It's tricky. And Betsy's still learning her TikTok. But, yes, I'm I sure try. I could take all the videos and put them on a Mac, and then we could maybe put it on Instagram or something. So I think they'll be very amusing. There's, so, there's yeah. been a wide variety of answers with the questions that we're asking. So yes, very much so. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been very fun. Well, Kate, thank you so much for doing a live. This is our first live at a conference recording, right? Yes. and, the, and she, she said, not actually knowing the answer to that question. We yes. were supposed to do one in Ann Arbor a few years ago, right. but then COVID happened. Stupid so, COVID. Yeah. All right. Well, we were finishing just in time for Library of Congress to do their thing. So Exactly. I know. <laughs> Carla Hayden is waiting in the wings. Just being any minute now, those goals are going to stop. When, so. are, when are those views and Kate people going to stop? Gonna stop? <laughs> uh, well, tell you what, Carla Hayden, we will stop right now. Because I've been Betsy. I'm Kate. Bye. Fuse 8 and Kate is a Fuse number 8 production. You can reach us at FuseKate8 at gmail.com. You can follow our podcast on Twitter at Fuse underscore Kate. You can follow us on Instagram at Fuse 8 Kate. That's Fuse number 8 Kate. Listen to us on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or Player FM. Or follow us on iTunes and rate our podcast if you're so inclined. Our music is by Haddon Kime and our tiny microphone is Drew Atienza. Fuse Aiden Kate is a creation of Kate Atienza and Betsy Bird.